0: Hello, this is Christine Peterson with A Toolkit for a Better Life. In this podcast, we will focus on how our bodies and our minds work and give you various tips and tricks, tools and techniques for understanding yourself, being happier in yourself and living a better life. Every week, we will discuss different topics that might interest you and help you think differently to change the way you approach life and yourself. We talk about the little things that make a big difference. Hello, today I'm talking with Karen Hirschfeld. Karen is Canadian and has lived in Geneva for the past 20 years. Karen specializes in time and results focused consulting, training and development, as well as communications, organizational development, and strategic thinking. Karen's work explores all that impacts our ability to be as clear thinking and effective as possible, whether working independently or in teams. Client once referred to Karen as his thinking partner. It seems to me a very apt description of the way Karen likes to work with people. She's interested in what drives individual achievement. Today, we're going to be talking about reputations. We don't necessarily think about how we come across to others and the impact that our way of being or doing things may have on our dealings with others or them with us. We're going to talk about why our reputation matters and what's the potential impact of a good or bad reputation. How does your reputation follow you throughout your life? And how social media impacts on how we're seen. So hello, Karen, how are you today?
1: I'm fine. Thank you, Christine. How are you?
0: It's nice to see you.
1: Yeah, I can see you because we're
0: on video. But of course, our listeners will just hear us. So it's nice to be with you today to talk with you. Thank you. I'm really curious about our conversation today. It's going to be a wonderful one, I'm sure. I'm, the first question I have to you, just to get the ball rolling, is why? Why does our reputation matter?
1: I think it matters mostly because so much of what we attempt to do, professionally and personally, we do while interacting with other people. And our reputation will make whatever we're trying to achieve that much easier or more difficult to achieve. If I have a good reputation, if people know they can rely on me, et cetera, et cetera, I am much more likely to get their cooperation than if I have a reputation as somebody who says they'll give you something by Thursday and on Sunday, you need to remind them. Mm. It ends up having an impact on what you can get done.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, There are, you've got good reputations and bad reputations, and both of them, Mm -hmm. of course, have impacts. Sure. What do you think, uh, do you think would be a problem to have a bad reputation?
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay. I think it definitely impacts what you can, as I say, what you can get done. I remember long ago doing a workshop where I asked the participants in the workshop, without naming names, to, to simply think for a minute, if they could think of somebody they deal with in their workplace, who the very thought of working with them is a pain in the neck. They think twice, they try and get out of it, they really don't want to deal with them, that person. Can you all think of somebody? And everybody kind of laughed and raised their hand. And I said, great, no names, I'm not interested in names. Now, can you all think of somebody who's a pleasure to deal with? You know that if you ask them to take care of something or provide you with something, it'll happen, it'll happen in a timely way. Can you all think of somebody? And everybody puts up their hand. And I said, well, of course the pivotal question is, who are you? Are you somebody that people enjoy dealing with and find it easy and pleasurable to deal with, or at least let's put it this way, not complicated to deal with? Or are you somebody who has a reputation of being unreliable, not very communicative, et cetera, et cetera? And as I said at the beginning, in an effort to get so many things done these days, that especially with media and the influx of information all the time, knowing that you're dealing with a reliable, accountable person is a joy and a pleasure in contrast to dealing with somebody who may be, quote, unquote, a nice guy or a nice woman, but not in any way accountable or reliable. Yeah. so It comes down to that.
0: Mm. Now, is a reputation, do you think a reputation is objective or subjective? I mean, maybe I consider somebody to have a, that their reputation is okay. It's good. I mean, and then mm-hmm. you might consider that it's terrible.
1: Mm-hmm. That's perfectly true. But I think as with most things, somewhere in the middle lies the truth. Yeah. If I'm a person who tends to be a little on the easygoing side, I may have much more humor and you know flexibility around somebody who's the same way. If I'm more buttoned down, I will probably have a problem with that person. So as I say, somewhere in the middle lies the truth. Mm. And you need to know who you're dealing with. You know, uh, probably 25, if not 30 years ago, there was a wonderful book written by a guy named Edward Hall called The Dance of Life. And he looked at how different cultures produce results. And he basically separated the world into monochronic and polychronic. And monochronic means one thing at a time. And polychronic means many things at a time. And monochronic and polychronic people working together can definitely have their challenges because their style and their method is different. One is not necessarily better than the other, but it's different. And Mm. those differences can cause conflict. Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I I agree with you. It is a little bit subjective, isn't it? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, Depending on on our our personal style and whether the other person rubs it.
1: The operative word there is a little bit. I mean, if we all agree that especially when we're trying to get things done, people being accountable, people keeping their agreements, people doing what they said they would do, and so on, is usually very highly valued. I've never heard somebody say, oh, I don't give a darn if they keep their agreements or not. I've never heard that. So in that sense, it's not how out, of, how out of sorts you get may be different, depending on who you are, how easygoing you are. But in general, the objective standard, quote unquote, of somebody being reliable or being not reliable, it doesn't feel to me to be quite as subjective.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, fair enough. It, 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 because it, I, some people bring out the best in us and some people bring, there's some people who I'm more inclined to honor than others, it might be yes, said, you know? yeah.
0: And maybe reliability is only one facet of mm-hmm. reputation. Absolutely. Um, what facets do you see that there are? We've spoken about reliability.
1: Well, there's somebody who's very reliable, except that they're not very accurate, let's say. Okay. okay. So they did what you asked them to do, but they did it in a fairly easygoing kind of way. They were not as meticulous as in a particular case you might have needed them and wished them to be. Hmm. Uh, there's some people who are, don't think about their work as finished or complete they think about, you know, I did what they asked me to do. And if there's more, they'll come back to me. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody else who absolutely is looking to cross their T's and dot their I's because mm-hmm. it's what they would want of the other person. And that's where it's incumbent upon you as the person who's doing asking to be clear about what you mean when you ask somebody to do something. Mm-hmm. So, so today you're talking teams. about
0: reliability, uh, precision, yep. and finishing,
1: well, completing versus completion. finishing.
0: Yeah. Yes. Completion. Completing
1: something versus a lot of stray pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Are
0: there any other facets of reliability of reputations? Sorry.
1: Well, for me, there's partly there's communication. There's the way you communicate. So, for example, I'm actually dealing with somebody right now who is so much on her plate, it's insane. And really, what she wants to say to people is no. <laughs> but she can't because these things fall under her quote unquote job description and she gets that it's appropriate that she does these things so what she does is have a conversation with the person who's doing the asking to say to them look i it's not your problem that i have so much on my plate but the reality is i do so if there's any parts of what you want me to do that can fall under the heading of an a a b and a c let me do the a's for you first and let's negotiate the b's and c's that's a communication issue and a dialogue and of course What you're also doing when you communicate that way is inviting the other person to communicate with you that way when they want things back from you, to say to you, I get that you're really busy, but if you could get me the A's by Thursday afternoon, that Mm. would already be great. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's a nice facet of of reputation, exactly. How does the person communicate?
1: Yes, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Because I'm, I'm just thinking of somebody who has a bad reputation. Why do they have a bad reputation? What is it? about them that is considered
1: bad well it's usually that they i mean it again it depends on what we're talking about but if we're talking about work environments typically things we're asking of other people have to do with getting us information completing something for a deadline that kind of thing so Mm. a person has a bad reputation quote unquote is typically somebody who's perceived to be not very reliable Like, Mm -hmm. for example, Mm -hmm. with you and me, I know that if I would ask you to get me some information by Thursday afternoon, you would either say to me, Karen, I really, really can't. Can we look at Friday morning? Or you'd say you got it. And I wouldn't think twice that I was going to get it from you. Mm -hmm. And I'd be really surprised and consider it quite out of the realm of character for you to not keep your agreement because that's who Mm -hmm. you are.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's right.
1: there's somebody yeah. else who I know, there's somebody I deal with who is very unreliable. She's very committed and she takes the subjects very seriously, but she's got so many things vying for her attention. I know that if I want to get something done, I probably need to nudge her three or four times to make mm. sure I get it. Yeah. And it's fine. I get it. That's how she is. And that's how she's built. And since my eye is on the results I'm trying to produce, I don't think about how much I like her or don't like her. I just do what's necessary to get the job done.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the difference between having a good or bad reputation and being liked or not liked.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's all, there's a difference between character and reputation. Yes. somebody can have a very good character and be a very honorable person, but they're not very organized. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. And making that distinction. And also, I mean, you, we didn't mention this as part of the way I work when you sort of described me. I think humor plays a huge role, ideally, in life. (laughs) Oh,
0: (laughs) massive.
1: You know, and I believe intention is nine tenths of the law. I really do. So I think where people are, there's people who are negligent just because they're very distracted. And really, what you want to do is help them get less distracted. There's somebody else who just doesn't give a damn. And those are the people who it's hard to deal with.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. You know,
1: so, Hmm. yeah, again, you have to find the balance. Yeah.
0: What, what do you think the potential impact is of a good or bad reputation?
1: Well, it depends on what you're trying to get done. If you're trying to move forward in your career, if you're trying to uh, present yourself as somebody who is accountable, if you are looking to... in. Um, to be viewed as a responsible, accountable kind of person, then your reputation is gonna be very important. There's somebody who works all by themselves who really doesn't necessarily care how they're perceived because it doesn't show up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really impact their lives. The only thing I would say is that can be a very short term way of thinking. That might be true with what you're doing right this minute in your life. But let's say you're seeking to do something that involves being engaged more with other people then you're going to care more about how you're perceived by others. Yep. I think if if we enjoy a good reputation, I think people are simply more inclined to deal with us. Yeah, yeah. You know the clients you deal with who before you phone them, you gulp, and the people who before Mm -hmm. you phone them, there's nothing except to make yourself a cup of tea.
0: Yes, of course. Exactly. You know? And friends and people. Indeed, of I mean, course. Here, here we're talking not just about business or oh, the work right. environment. We're talking about you know life, yeah. really, aren't we? Sure. sure. Um, so, yeah, we absolutely do know the people who we find it easy to ask things of or to be around. Sure. And those we don't. I mean, there we're then getting into a little bit of, I mean, reputation, I suppose, is also a part of character personality in that absolutely. sense
1: absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. what do you and think I the difference think, I mean, is we have friends who we i think any one, one of us would call high maintenance friends mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, okay and ideally we think they're absolutely worth it they're, they're obviously yes otherwise they the wouldn't be friends exactly but yeah. we may look at them we know that this person you know takes up more oxygen than other people but yeah. so what we love mm-hmm. them and it's fine and there's somebody else who's so totally chill that's also fine Mm. It's all good. It again, it depends on what the what your intentions are and what your own needs are. As I said, if I'm trying to get something done, and I'm relying on somebody feeding me the information that it will make it possible for me to do take my next actions, I care a whole lot more than I do about somebody who I never have any dealings with.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know. Do you think that uh, reputation follows character or personality, and vice versa? Are they how correlated are they?
1: I think they're quite correlated. I think some things fall under the heading of The Dance of Life and uh, different, And uh, Edward Hall's book uh, in the sense that some things are cultural. Uh, in the polychronic world, results are produced much more through relationships with other people. The monochronic world is one where when, you're, uh, when you've got a lot to do, you sit down and make a list. Mm. a polychronic person when they've got a lot to do is more inclined to pick up the phone and call somebody and talk it out Mm -hmm. and both people are very productive i mean the kind of the caricature difference between the people would be let's say a german and an italian Mm -hmm. okay a german might be much more methodical and boom 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 one two three and the italian might be a little bit more back and forth i remember once doing a workshop where somebody brought up the example of who considered himself to be very monochronic and he wanted to know what i thought of the fact that when he came back from vacation one of his colleagues who was in spanish in that case came up to him and started asking him all about his vacation and where did you go and did you have fun and was the family with you and the guy said whoa, whoa, whoa. i've been away from my desk for two weeks i got work to do we gotta i got you know we need to talk about work the and of course, in the in the reverse, the Spaniard goes away on vacation, the German walks into his office and says, so, while you were gone, we worked on this and this and this, and, this. <laughs> and the Spaniard says, um, excuse me, aren't you going to ask me if I had a good time? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah, exactly.
1: And both ways of doing things build or don't build the relationship. Sure, yeah. So.
0: Yes, exactly. So the fact that if you're monochronic and, or polychronic, it's really important. To know this because it, then you know what you can expect from other people. Then yes. we're getting into expectations. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if I'm dealing with somebody who's more of a quote unquote people person, if I have something to talk to that person about, I might say, let's go grab a coffee. Yeah, exactly. And talk about A, B, and C. Hmm. If I'm dealing with somebody who's more of a boom, 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 button down kind of person, I might say, can we meet at around two o'clock in your office? I want to go over a couple of things with you. And I would not two... even
0: say around. I would say well, at well, two indeed, o'clock. You're
1: absolutely right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> absolutely right. So if we're looking for relationship building, we're looking for what's the most effective way to interact with this person so that I can produce the results I want to produce.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, how does reputation follow you throughout your life? Do you think?
1: That depends. It really depends on whether or not your life takes a kind of a, a quote unquote normal trajectory. You went to school, you went to university, you got a job and you moved in that career in the same industry, in the same field throughout your life. How your reputation is going to impact you is going to be quite different than if you became an engineer and at the age of 30 decided, you know what, I really want to be a musician. Mm. and you change fields entirely and you go into a different world. Mm. So I think it depends on the worlds you're moving around in, the cultures you're moving around in, the expectations of the people around you. I think the corporate world of course has has a different kind of set of rules and set of parameters than the more entrepreneurial free quote unquote free spirited world. Mm. So learning what I what world am I moving in and what's mm. required and how do I be appropriate to it mm-hmm. is part of growing up and learning Really. Yeah,
0: I suppose. I mean, and that's with everything. Yeah. Figuring absolutely. out what are the rules of that particular life or that particular field right. that you're living right. in. Yeah. Right. And Where, of course, I, culture.
1: Of course. Absolutely. Of course. So the, what comes to mind is what you mentioned earlier, social media. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some quote-unquote kid today <laughs> who's doing all kinds of things on social media that he, he or she might wish would disappear off the face of the earth in 10 years, and it may not. It may mm-hmm. follow over. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to convince people who are teenagers or early 20s necessarily to think about the fact that, am I willing to live with the consequences of what I'm posting all the time?
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yes, you know? the fact that... Um... Everything you post is will remain forever. I was somebody was, I was listening to somebody talk and they were saying, be careful because using the word post feels like a letter. It feels like mm. once you've put yes. it up there, then it's gone and you know, it's not yeah, really important anymore. Whereas we're not posting, we are recording. Indeed. Yeah. No,
1: you're quite right to make that bring that up. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I think a lot of younger people who have been brought up with social media um, maybe haven't realized how much their social media posts or recordings will make a difference on whether they're
1: hired Mm -hmm. or not.
0: Because I think companies now, the first thing they do is they go and look at social media.
1: Sure. Yeah, sure. Interesting. And it's understandable. It's it's kind of a quick way to get a quick fix on who a person is. Absolutely. Now, I think the, the issue that grows out of what you're bringing up here is how does a person change their reputation? Let's say I've been an irresponsible something or other, and now I kind of woke up one day and thought, oh, my God, this is not going to fly. I need to look at doing things differently. How does one revisit their reputation and clean up and yeah. i absolutely think it can be done i don't think it's done overnight but mm. i think it can be done and this is where i do believe humor can be very helpful yeah. take some responsibility obviously for yeah. you know some i've been sloppy i've been this i've been that that ship has sailed i don't intend to do that again mm. I, and then yeah. you need to be an example of all the behaviors you said you were gonna you were gonna change you need to yeah. become that very accountable for the talk yeah
0: exactly. your new talk
1: <laughs> exactly. yeah
0: yes exactly. I, I do think it i agree with you i think uh, reputation can be changed especially on Absolutely. social media yeah. um i think there are tools that you can use to wipe some of the yeah. the photos and posts that have been that have been made thank god in fact oh, right. um, so i think the both google and facebook and twitter and mm-hmm. they have these these ways of doing it um how do you think social media impacts how we're seen
1: Well, I think it does depend on the person who's doing the seeing (laughs) and what their values are and what their criteria is. So from that point of view, I think from that point of view, one wants to distinguish themselves, but you want to, and you don't want to be all things to all people, but you want, I mean, for example, if I look at my profile on LinkedIn, I would say it certainly doesn't say everything there is to say about me. But I would say it's a pretty accurate portrait of who Karen Hirschfeld is. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you get to know me, you might learn that I'm a little more this or a little less that, et cetera, et cetera. But in principle, I would stand by the portrait of me. Mm. And I would like to believe that anybody would say that, you know, ideally would be able to say that whether it's their resume or their cover letter or their LinkedIn profile. And then of course, there's more social media quote, you know, like uh, Instagram or uh, Facebook, where again, you might ask yourself, is this me? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And at what part of my life is or was this me?
1: Yeah. Now, There are some people, I mean, I would say I'm pretty consistently me. It doesn't matter what platform I'm, I'm, I'm me. Mm. Uh, And I would say I always have been. There's somebody else who is dramatically different than the way they were when they were younger or Mm. somewhere else in their career. Mm. And they have a bigger challenge.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think uh, I'm, I've been me for for quite a while now. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. And at least since, since the internet became, You know, so ubiquitous. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think for you and me, it's probably easier than for for some people who maybe have been brought up with it and where their whole youth and childhood and youth is is online in some way.
1: But even I mean, in I mean, I've known you for twenty years, Mm. but I didn't know you when you were thirteen. No. But I would, but I would suspect you were not that different. Probably when you were a young teenager. You you're you. Yeah. Right. And I would say absolutely the same thing about myself. I have a favorite picture of myself where I'm about nine years old and I look at this picture of myself and it's like it, it might as well, from a certain point of view, might as well have been taken yesterday. It's yes, me. Yeah, Correcting I know.
0: I, I know the picture you know? and I totally okay. agree with you, Karen. Yeah. Exactly. Now,
1: funnily enough, somebody wanted me to use that picture of myself on LinkedIn. They ah. kind of dared me to do it. And from a certain point, this is interesting because it actually speaks to reputation. There was a part of me that was very tempted to do it. And then I thought, no, I live in a world. (laughs) I don't just live in my world. I live in a world. And although I may see the humor in it and the quote unquote truth of it, I would understand if somebody else found it confusing or misleading in some way, or what is she trying to say? Mm. And since I think the picture that is up of me is much more neutral and doesn't try to say anything other than this is what she looks like, yeah, exactly. uh, I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. And I so, but I understand why the person said to me, you know, you're so much yourself. Why don't you put that picture yourself? Mm-hmm. I, it's the I picture understand. I have of myself on Facebook, actually. Yes, yes, yeah, right. that
0: makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then here we're coming into this, and we've been talking about that actually obliquely today. Is this thing that we also our reputations are really from the point of view of other people. Mm-hmm. So if we want to change our reputation, we need to put ourselves in other people's shoes to find out, to figure out what is it you want them to see if you want to change your reputation.
1: Well, that's tricky because I, I personally don't want to be driven by how I want other people to see me. Sure. I want to be myself and put based on my values, my best foot forward. Sure. I agree with you. And I'm going to. I'm going to I'm going to assume that the consequence of that is that I will be well perceived. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody's going to like me necessarily. Not everybody's going to be responsive to me. I can absolutely live with that. I would be if somebody ever said that that Karen Hirschfeld is completely unreliable. You can't count on her. That would really disturb me. That would but really surprise said, me, yes. Well, exactly. I, frankly, I can't imagine it happening. What I'm saying is, I wouldn't. if somebody ever said that about me, I would have to say, you know, you have to know where you begin and end and where the other person begins yes. and end. Yeah. If somebody would ever say this about me, I would have to say, frankly, that's on them. That has nothing to do with me.
0: Yeah. So,
1: but, yeah.
0: so what you're saying really is your reputation is, is a mirror of your personality, of who you are. So it, would be, it might be very difficult to fake it. Or well, could ideally, you fake think, it until you make
1: I it? I think there's people who attempt to fake it, you know, fake things all the time. I, I sure. think there are yeah, I'm sure who, there are. Yes. Sure, or people who are putting on their best face and so on. I think, I mean, obviously some people are more uh, introspective, more thoughtful, more looking out for these kinds of things. Some people are simply reaction machines to whatever's going mm. on. Sure. So you have. there's a lot to consider in this. But I think that... Uh, I want to be driven by, if I'm having to deal with the outside world, how I'm, I want to, I want, to, I want it to properly represent me. Mm-hmm. I want to, if I think that I've been misunderstood, because sometimes we do have dealings with people where we feel it based on the way they're responding to me. Maybe we missed each other here. Sure. Uh, that's why, that's why I think it's great to ask questions and make sure you're on the same page with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then accept the fact that not everybody is necessarily going to think you're the greatest thing since sliced sure. bread. <laughs> yeah, you know?
0: absolutely. But that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. And that can then comes down to personality and differences. Uh
1: yeah. yeah. Personality, yeah. But I don't think most people necessarily think about, I wonder how other people see me. And I don't think there's anything wrong with asking People sure. qu- I mean, if you are if you're really uh, if you find this topic interesting, you're listening to this podcast and you think this is interesting and you really feel like, wow, I've never really thought about this. I think this is why it's wonderful, to, ideally, to have people around you mm-hmm. where you can say, tell me something. If you had to describe me to somebody else in a, in a professional capacity or even in a personal capacity, mm-hmm. what would you say about me? Yeah,
0: that's a wonderful. And notice
1: what they say and notice yes. what they don't say. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> where are the discrepancies between yeah. how you see yourself and how others yeah. see yourself? It's very interesting. Yeah. So, Karen, just to wrap up, um, what would be your takeaway from this
1: discussion? I think we need ideally to know ourselves, to have a sense of humor about ourselves, to think about who we believe we are, where we think we're meeting our own best criteria, where maybe we think I've got room to grow in that area. And even areas where we might say, you know what, that, if it's not different in six months, I'm going to shoot myself (laughs) because that's a place I really need to put some attention and maybe even get some help. Yeah. So I think that that for me, the takeaway is always, does does it provoke me to think?
0: Yeah. And for me, it's all about self-awareness.
1: Well, indeed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Karen, thank you very much for today. That was such a lovely
1: discussion. Okay, I enjoyed it. I'm curious to listen to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and as am I. So I wish you a wonderful day and look forward to talking with you again another
1: time. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening we'll be back next week with another episode. You've been listening to A Toolkit for a Better Life, produced and hosted by Christine Peterson. For more information and details on how to contact us, please see the podcast description.